Hey friends, welcome back to Real Life, Real Talk, Real Coffee with me, Hannah, your host. Um, This is our last episode of the quarantine couple interview, and I just truly enjoyed time with Jackie and Matt Ricknowski. Jake and I love getting time with them, and um, I will tell you, it's a little bit longer of an episode, but that's just because the conversation just kept going and was so good. Um, I think the thing that I love most about Jackie and Matt both is that any conversation we ever have with them will always um, go to a pretty deep level pretty quickly, and it's just a really valuable um, time together. So I hope that you enjoy the conversation we had. Hey guys, we are super excited to get to sit down and talk about quarantine with you. Um, we have Jackie and Matt, Rick, Matt Ricknowski. Sorry, your names. I've never said your first and last name together. That was a tongue twister. Is it a tongue twister for other people or am I? No, never. It's never happened before. Okay. He's not being honest. <laughs> um, but we're excited to kind of hear what life has looked like since March for you guys and for your family. Um, so we always start off with what's in your mug? What's your go-to drink for coffee or not coffee (laughs) you want to start jackie yeah you bet i have a caribou coconut milk latte no flavoring (laughs) and decaf coffee at five five o'clock in the evening very (laughs) important (laughs) i relate to that now (laughs) what about you matt i'm a morning coffee drinker are you do you like black coffee or do you put anything in it a little bit of cream. A little bit of cream. Support yeah. the dairy industry. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few people who will be excited about that. Um, well, let's hear a little bit about you guys. What do you both do um, during your day? Who's in your family? What's life look like at your house? Yeah, so we have three boys. Uh, Grant will be a freshman in the that fall. That still blows my mind. <laughs> I feel like when I moved to Adele, he was so tiny. And now he's like taller than me. Has Grant ever been tiny? Um, no. <laughs> we, we have big babies and we have big kids. <laughs> well, two of the three anyway. <laughs> and Owen will be a sixth grader in the fall. Starting, and Harris is going to be a fourth grader. Cool. So we have the oldest has got a school permit or soon to have a school permit. Good and grading. so life is getting a little bit crazier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie and I have been married for 18 years as of uh, July 20th. Wow. I didn't realize that your anniversary was that close to our. Yes, I love July wedding people. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're happy to hear it. (laughs) And so I work for Farm Credit Services America, work on our dairy team, and and have been in the ag finance role for 18 years, almost 20 years now. And so... Yeah, I've been at Farm Credit for four years, and cool. so currently working from home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fortunately, we've got a office space that feels mostly like my office at the office. Yeah, that's good. So it's worked out pretty well. Jackie, what do your days look like? My days, I am home, homeschooling all three of our boys, yeah. and we actually just started yesterday, Ooh. and... It's been there every year. I should just write down notes because of how it is hard at the beginning because yeah. there's lots of cobwebs. And this year in particular has been different than any other year. It adds a whole layer. So we are today was less 
less ambitious in the stress department. So, So, um, it's just getting used to the routine and we've had a long summer break and, but yeah, so most days are rewarding Mm -hmm. and there are things that stretch all of us, I think in that, but most, most days I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. So that's what I do. Awesome. I like the, the, the sentimentality of that, but also the honesty of most days. I wouldn't trade it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you teach before you had kids, or is that? I did teach. Did you... I um, I actually graduated from Central College with oh, a go Dutch. That's right. Yeah. Go Dutch mm-hmm. uh, with an elementary education degree, early childhood endorsement, and um, taught second grade for two years in Southeast Iowa. Okay. Wow. Fremont, Iowa. It's a very small town between Ottumwa and Oskaloosa. It's oh, okay. a little, it really is a curve in the road. Okay. I'm not joking. <laughs> I grew up in Southeast Iowa, but not there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. town of not very many people. It was great. Um, and second grade there. And then Matt and I, Matt was in West Des Moines and he asked me to marry him. And so I said, sure. And we, <laughs> I said, of course. Yeah. Um, and then we, um, relocate after we were married. I obviously resigned from my teaching position and moved yeah. to Adel. Yeah. yeah. And it was better for his West Des Moines position. It was a lot easier for me to find another teaching position. So yeah, sure. I subbed in ADM, at ADM for four years and then I got a full-time position. And then once we had kids, we knew early on that I would stay home. Yeah. Okay. Did not know at that time that I would be homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> and about the call to homeschool. So Grant did go to kindergarten and then we chose to homeschool cool. in first grade and haven't stopped. Nice. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, you kind of alluded a little bit to working from home, but how did life change for you guys um, when things started to shut down back in March? Did you keep doing homeschooling? Cause you, I mean, you could. Um, and when did you like move to home working from home and just how did life kind of change when that started? You want to start, Jackie? I would love to. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually, Matt and I, the week it all started, things started to change drastically. Yeah. We had the honor of going to Florida. Just the two of us hadn't done that for many wow. years, <laughs> and so we, you know, boys and boys were at grandma and grandpa and grandpa and their home, and we were in Florida, and it was. Every day there was something yes. new happening. It almost kind of felt like every hour there was something yes. new some of those days, yeah. And clearly, you know, being there and things were not quite, hadn't quite moved east yet. So anyway, people are texting me and calling me and like, really, is this happening? And mm-hmm. so anyway, so that was the start. So thankfully, we were able to get away yeah. <laughs> before that. But then um, when we got home and it was all completely upside down so Uh between that monday we left and that saturday we got home we didn't really understand (laughs) what all was whirling around we were trying to wrap our heads around it so we actually were in a break from our normal routine at the time Mm -hmm. which was helpful to be completely honest i think it was helpful we had that break built in not knowing the timing of it right prior to making those plans the schooling yeah after a couple weeks we kept homeschooling so that didn't change we didn't have the you know the stress or challenge of trying to balance what are we going to do or how do we transition into this what if they don't go back to school yeah you know matt's job is flexible like we honestly i remember having a conversation with our small group initially 
via virtual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of our first virtual meetings, which is another conversation. But um, it was more, I, I, I feel as though Matt and I were in a position, and we said this out loud to them, we want to be a support to you. Like, we want mm-hmm. to be that burden carrier for you. We want to, when you can't <laughs> hold it up anymore, we want to be able to yeah. do that for you. I, it just seemed as though we were in a, got to put us in a position to be more of an encouragement and support. Yeah. And not because we didn't have struggles or not that it hasn't affected us. It was affecting us differently mm-hmm. and maybe not in that moment. It wasn't as in-depth. Our world was maintaining somewhat of a function that we were used to. For sure. Whereas everybody else, and that's kind of where we felt burdenness for our people. Right. Yeah. And Watching so, that struggle for them. Yes. And, and yeah. so that, that was where yeah. we felt God calling us to be stepping in and how to be sharpening one another but mm-hmm. also being intentional that's a lot like more literally life group doing life together yeah. which is awesome <laughs> yeah so matt do you work from home typically or you go into an office i typically go into an office okay in in perry and so oh, okay as quarantine became real mm-hmm. i just uh, moved my office into our home office mm-hmm. and that's where i've been for the last 20 weeks oh and, my gosh 20 um, weeks that's the first time I've heard that said in weeks. <laughs> yeah. And with being in the ag finance space, you know, my job was considered essential. And mm-hmm. so nothing really changed for me. I yeah. mean, other than being at home, couldn't or chose not to go interact with customers, obviously, during mm-hmm. that time. And so, yeah, my my space became our office space and yeah, been able to adapt and make it work. So what would be the best part about how routine changed? I know it didn't change like a whole lot, but what's the best thing that came out of that? For me, it was the opportunity to have lunch at home with the family. I typically was away and so never experienced that. And so that was a good break during the day Mm -hmm. to have lunch together and just be around as the boys were working on school Mm -hmm. and check some math problems (laughs) yeah so it's been from that standpoint it's been really good uh you know initially obviously when everything was shut down you know we slowed down as a family from sports activities Mm -hmm. and a lot of other activities that we're involved in yeah and then you know we kind of got beyond that and we're ready for some of those activities to start Mm -hmm. up again which fortunately baseball did yeah for Grant, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, from that standpoint, you know, it was just a lot of family time, and which has been really good. Yeah. What were some of the uh, biggest struggles in regards to uh, changing routine or maybe working from home or whatnot? Being at home a lot more than you were before? Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge, I guess... Being together, I mean, we're kind of used to that. We, mm-hmm. We're always in each other's space, and some days are better than others with that. Um, but I think the biggest um, challenge, I, I guess it was more emotional for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily having to redefine our family. or re- It was actually was a, I mean, there's a lot of good that came from just having to be creative together and mm-hmm. to be together in a, and be in the crisis together, I guess. Yeah. Um, but emotionally, 
I think it was the hardest part as far as watching or being, not knowing how to intervene and everybody having such different viewpoints and perspectives and what you, I mean, listening to something or hearing something. I mean, there's so much coming at us. You just weren't still not really sure all the time Mm -hmm. where people are emotionally. I know where I'm at, but I can't assume they've they've gone to the same place or they're they're there yet or so I guess for me that was the hardest part and also being an example to our kids in that and how we approach this Mm -hmm. I mean it's very easy for Matt or I or anybody to spiral into the chaos it's also very a lot more comforting to, you know, press in to the Lord and just say, hey, you know, I'm just going to give it all to you. And then there's that in between, like these, some days were good, some days were harder, but emotionally that eventually takes a toll when the roller coaster and you're yeah. not sure mm-hmm. how everybody's doing. And when you do know, if you don't agree, then you have to walk through that together. Yes, and, yes. and it's hard to have hard conversations in the middle of a crisis when no one knows answers. Yeah. And so I, I guess that's been the hardest, not, it's not a bad hard. Mm-hmm. It's been the most challenging and it has stretched me and I think it has stretched Matt, I guess, if that's fair for me to say, Matt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and what it has revealed is relationships that can almost stand the test of yeah. all this. Absolutely. And, um, recognizing where our hearts are too Mm -hmm. in that and who are the ones that are going to sharpen us and who are willing to be sharpened when the Lord calls for us to help sharpen. So yeah, it's hard. As you're talking, I'm just thinking like our our life group had several really good, but very hard conversations about racial reconciliation, Mm -hmm. especially when the protests were happening. But also just, I mean, with COVID, there's so many divisive topics that I feel like that is it's just an emotional roller coaster that um, has been hard. But I like how you said it kind of shows you the people that, you know, are going to stand by the test of time. And you just, it deepens your relationship so much more. And yeah. So I just like how you pointed that out. That was cool. <laughs> Thank you. One of the, uh, I mean, obviously we talked about relationships being deepened and you talked about your kids already and whatnot. For your family with your kids, one of my favorite things was, hearing how they got to spend time together. What were some of your guys' favorite family moments from quarantine? <laughs> well, Harris, can I say his name on here? I think if you want okay. to, he's your kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our youngest, Harris, he's nine. <laughs> he always makes us giggle. He's our golden retriever of the family. He's a very loyal kid. That's and so awesome. He's just a neat, neat kid in his own way, just like our other two boys. And, um, Harris has decided he's going to be a scientist through all this. Nice. That's right. He might be the only one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But he wants to be a scientist so he can help cure people. And when he's, (laughs) he will randomly say things that throw us kind of for a loop or off the seat of our chair a little bit. And he was really serious. That's awesome. (laughs) So, I mean, just little nuggets like that. That's just one example, I guess. Matt, if you have something else to share, I'm not going to talk the whole time. Yeah. Well, initially, when you know, in March and April, when the weather wasn't quite so nice, yes, we yeah. were you know inside, and so we played a lot of games. Uh-huh. You guys uh, also have a ton of games too, don't you? <laughs> yeah. 
We, we do. do. I've always, yeah. So <laughs> Harris and I would play cribbage. Nice. I love cribbage. <laughs> quite a bit and some checkers. All and three then of the boys. Harris got a, a chess board and mm. started playing chess. So with, all three of the boys actually. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They like to win. Oh, so oh, that's sure. the motivation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all pretty good at it. So it yeah. is a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So initially, those were some fun times playing games. And then <laughs> as the weather warmed up, we were outside doing other fun stuff, I guess, yeah. playing catch and running around. Doing what boys do. I totally forgot that when this started, the weather wasn't good. Like, yeah, so many so things have happened that <laughs> yes, you forget seasons about. Seasons have changed. Yeah. yeah. So one of our favorite questions to ask the couples that we've been talking to is what's one of the like weirdest, silliest, Jake <laughs> likes to say dumbest things your kids have done? <laughs> I want to hear the story that you're going to bring up in a toast in a wedding later yeah. <laughs> of just the silliest thing that one of them did. I know with three boys in the house, I'm sure something happens. Oh, I don't always remember those. I blocked them out. <laughs> <laughs> The silliest thing that I did is I caved and allowed Harris to get a cat. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's just, that's just a tip. Oh, we, we have lost our so minds. we have a COVID cat. A COVID cat. <laughs> Harris really made like a, like a bandit during quarantine, didn't oh, man, he? did. He did. And then Grant got a, his first cell phone. Oh, wow. You really did. Are oh, you that, all okay? That's you... just two. We've got to get to Owen yet. Oh, boy. And Owen has his own YouTube channel. I was going to bring this up because <laughs> we have to give him a shout out. Hey, yeah. but... Can we do plugs on the podcast? Oh, we totally can do plugs. <laughs> I think that's great. I love watching his YouTube videos. Oh. I'm not kidding. Like That's fantastic. Do you want to drop the channel name? I... It's O Town Thirty Six on YouTube. Right. Like, subscribe. If you're not watching, that's <laughs> right. Give a thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> um, I think my favorite thing about that is we. I don't remember. Oh, we were at our garage sale and we somebody mentioned it and Katie and I were watching it and Katie's like, I want to know how to sew. And so we sent in our request and then he gave like the parts of the sewing machine and steps and it was like, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you. He is very <laughs> proud of his YouTube channel. So those three things, all things we said would never happen, have happened. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you've been talking, I know your small group is super important to you. What was it like kind of walking with that? How did that change? How did that transition? And was that something you continued to lean into? Was it an encouragement during, um, quarantine or? Really? Yeah. I mean, that's the group that we've kind of hung out with Mm -hmm. during this entire time. Uh, you know, initially we, uh, held zoom meetings and did did, a small group on Sunday evenings with them and, and then kind of got zoomed out. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with that group of friends that you typically laugh with. And I mean, not that you don't laugh on zoom meetings, but it's just so much different Mm -hmm. um, when you're in person. But anyway, so we, that's kind of how it started out. And then, you know, there were some conversations, you know, we were all, you know, we were, staying home pretty much and kind of followed those guidelines. And then as things began to open back up, I mean, that was the group that we kind of hung out with. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very punny. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, yeah, this, our small group is very important to us. We appreciate those families very much and 
and then not being able to worship with them for a, you know until early June. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that was uh, so that was a lot different as well. So, what yeah. would you say as far as like feeling connected? Maybe not. It could have been with life group or not. But what was the hardest thing about community or connection with others um, during? quarantine closure all of that i'm a hugger yeah <laughs> that was really really it's still hard for me yeah so my very first question to anyone please don't ever take offense to it, but can i hug you <laughs> and no is okay yeah. <laughs> and i typically shake people's hands and <laughs> yeah had to stop doing that yeah or at least ask or yeah. get input before just extending mm-hmm. your hand yeah mm-hmm. Those are good things. I didn't realize I was a hugger until I couldn't. And so, no, I, that is like my go-to thing. Like, who knew? Yeah. And it's weird how those are two very simple things, but how they literally make you feel more connected to the person you're talking to or spending time with. It's, yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I've noticed a huge growth. Just when you're speaking of small groups, I just see growth in all of, our couples, I see growth individually. Yeah. I see growth in their families, and I I think they see it too a little bit. But it's always easier from the outside and not being in the family yeah. to see the growth that's taking place. Even just what they're willing to step out in faith now, and what they're mm-hmm. willing to say yes to. For sure, um, it's been that's been really rewarding. As hard as this all is, and all the, mm-hmm. I mean, the challenges that it brought and is bringing. But to see fruit from that struggle and growth that I think we're just awakening to and waking up to and realizing. Uh, Can I go off script real here? Real quick here? (laughs) Sorry. You're the producer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's usually behind the scenes. What's one thing you said people changing and growing and whatnot? What's one thing for your guys' family that happened maybe during quarantine or came out of quarantine that you really want to hold on to and carry? And make it a new part of mm-hmm. your family or intentionality mm-hmm. in your family. Yeah, you can just take control now. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was just mentioning this not a week ago or so, but I really um, feel strongly that we as a family, this is our conviction. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting it's for everybody. Yeah, our conviction as a family is to learn how to, to learn the Constitution and know it well. Mm-hmm. and politics are not the most comfortable thing for Matt and I. We didn't grow up in that realm. We yeah. didn't, you know, it was more of just don't say anything, just vote quietly, do your thing. Um, but really, Matt and I learning and growing with them in that, because I can't say that we are very knowledgeable about what the Constitution says or doesn't say, but also being willing to be warriors in the fight and passing that on with our kids. So mm-hmm. as a family mm-hmm. unit. Yeah modeling what didn't necessarily get modeled for you yes and also just they're fighting a war just as much as we are Mm -hmm. i mean it's more of a spiritual war i guess but outside of that they're going to have to know and have some knowledge Mm -hmm. to know what they're fighting for what it was founded on our country Mm -hmm. but also being comfortable you're more comfortable once you know what you're fighting for and with a perspective that's more biblical yeah that's been our recent yeah (laughs) our recent conversation what that looks like I have some resources but outside of that I'm not really certain I really appreciated 
Ryan saying recently in his sermon, there's no long-term planning anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And that so that's where we're good. at, too. Yeah. I mean, there's it is, that is okay. Mm-hmm. Just recognizing that and living with that reality. Yeah. It is a mind shift, but it's not an impossibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because we can't see it here in the natural doesn't mean it is impossible. So yeah. that's a conversation that we've started. And I do have hopes that it's going to come to fruition and we'll yeah. be able to pass that on to our kids. But collectively, we're going to learn and grow together because we're actually in the same place of what we know and don't know. Yeah. So it's that's cool. You can start. learn as a, as a group, as a family. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you mentioned anniversary. What, how many years has it been? 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've been married too. <laughs> Congratulations. And like a week. That and is, a week. That is <laughs> worth celebrating. Yeah. And I mean that. Um, and so quarantine time together, I, we, I feel like we came out of that in a much stronger place within our marriage. Like we got to work out a lot of kinks and um, get to know each other better. So what was one of the best things for your marriage mm-hmm. in quarantine? Well, when, I mean, the, world slowed down i mean our family slowed down Mm -hmm. and so we just had more meals together Mm -hmm. as a family i mean we always strive to do that when there weren't activities going on Mm -hmm. but you know there was we typically had activities two three four nights a week and so um it just didn't happen yeah yeah and so when we were shut down we we were intentional about having meals together and just having those good family conversations at the kitchen table um what would you have to share jackie <laughs> we love having matt at home to be really honest yeah. yeah um it's just it's nice to have his presence and the boys they can't explain to you and communicate to you when he's at work like it's a different feeling but i can tell the difference now that he's been home for what 20 weeks or mm-hmm. <laughs> what you said earlier and you don't realize the impact that has to have dad home there. Yeah. And we would have never known. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. if he needs to go back to work, that'll be fine too. We yeah. will survive. It's not a, it's not, I'm not suggesting that it, every dad should work from home. My yeah. point is for us, you could tell even in their, just their behavior and their mannerisms and mm-hmm. just having that presence of us all being there. I mean, as a team, mm-hmm. there was really less, what we were usually dealing with, there was less of it. Mm-hmm. And whether it was, I don't want to finish my math because I'm tired, or if it was more of, I just want to go play the Xbox, but you said no, and I'm going to rebel against that, whatever that is. Yeah. There's, it's not as intense, it doesn't seem, but it's because I, I really think it's because we're all there. So do yeah. you guys feel like more unified through that? Just like literal presence, but also... <clears throat> Yeah, and I didn't have to take phone calls during the day to uh, talk to a student, a.k.a. one of my sons. Or from a panicked teacher who's ready to get on the bus herself in the morning and leave the kids at home. I could easily walk upstairs and have a conversation yeah. if I needed to. But yeah. yeah. That, it's not like it happened every day. but Right. But they were intense yeah. when it happened. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's definitely unity. Yeah. I would say stronger, yeah. unified. So you got to start out quarantine with kind of a trip by your guys' self, and then you yeah. got stuck in a house with three kids. Were there hard points in, mm-hmm. like, kind of you two's, you two's relationship? Help me out here, English <laughs> teacher. For you. For you. Both. 
for you both. Between Matt <laughs> um, and I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As especially like kind of early quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like we, we we had a lot of those moments, <laughs> but it was good. I would say like our best thing is we learned how to argue well because we did oh, it so much. Never argue. Yeah. I think it was initially that just the thought process. So, oh, dad's home. Okay. So popcorn for lunch. I'm not really going to make anything. Just know that there should be no expectations for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, daily things, but it was a little bit getting used to. I mean, in the past, if he would have talked about staying home and working, I'd be like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. This yeah. is kind of our space and you yeah. need your space. Yeah. You need that drive home. So I was I was uncertain at first, mm-hmm. and there were just some little, you know, pianos in the office, so we had to schedule time to play piano, mm-hmm. make sure we weren't mm-hmm. interrupting meetings or Zoom calls or, but really, once we got into it, I, and it doesn't, it wasn't. And it's a little different because the boys are older yeah. and. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If they were really dependent on and, and really an adult, young, it'd be a lot still, different yeah. for sure, but. I've seen that with them as a being theme. a little older, pretty mature, it's it's been fine. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yes. Yeah, they have more independence and yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. How has your faith kind of grown overall in this time? Like, what's God been bringing to you, especially during quarantine and whatnot? Can kind of be a loaded question. <laughs> uh, I would say for me, just. Learning to listen mm. more, I mean, just listen well as in conversations with family and friends mm-hmm. because more than likely there is a little bit different perspective on what's going on. And so just, um, yeah, listening yeah. well, um, which isn't very easy for me because I'm a fixer and want to get things done and kind of want to move forward. And, and so that's, that's kind of been a challenge. Mm -hmm. I've had to remind myself to, to listen. Um, yeah. Jackie, do you have, what was the question again? How, um, how'd you kind of grow in your faith during quarantine? What did God bring you? What did he challenge you with? How did he encourage you? Actually, similar to Matt, just listening, I can hear I can hear him a lot better when the chaos around me isn't going on. Mm, as far yeah. as the busyness or the really? no one, none of our neighbors are home, and it's lonely. And I'm just thinking, man, how do I reach someone like who's not home? There was just this feeling of um, I could hear him better, but I had opportunity. I feel like I felt like yeah. I had more opportunities. That, that kind of sounded kind of I've sounds, kind of kind thought of like strange. No, like COVID, like made us all basically go on a missions trip yeah <laughs> like yeah with your neighborhood yes and so easter everybody was home on easter uh-huh yeah <laughs> or resurrection sunday if that's what you like to call it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um but it was just an opportunity we it was saturday night before easter and i said to matt i said all of our neighbors are home Mm-hmm. Why, why am I just thinking now we should have done an Easter egg hunt tonight? Yeah, you know, or just something that would have gotten their attention. They all have kids, young kids, and but just thinking that was a step forward. Yeah, for sure. Just because it didn't happen doesn't mean it was meaningless. Yeah. It definitely was a thought, not yeah. just on my own. 
So recognizing the opportunities and hearing God more clearly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe I just wasn't listening before because I chose not to. That's probably more like it. I was just more willing because I was I was more still yeah. than yeah. I had been. I mean, been. kind of living out that verse, be still and know that I am God. Like, yeah. The white we noise is still gone. Yeah. For a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that and just even visions of because we can't plan long-term anymore and because his voice seems a little bit more distinctive in my life, the Lord's voice, like taking those steps forward mm-hmm. in faith without knowing yeah. what the big picture is. Yeah, I know yeah. what the end goal is, but I don't know what the next necessarily the big picture for sure mm-hmm. so, yeah. it's been time. really it's not always easy <laughs> but it definitely has changed me i've definitely grown and i'm being stretched yeah so mm-hmm. going off of that is there anything that kind of like took a hit with your faith um during since march or any low points that um were just not you know they were more challenging I would say since, you know, when we started in the second week of March to June before we opened church back up during yeah. that time, I mean, we had church at home, but it, you know, just didn't have the relationship piece. And mm-hmm. so yeah. the opportunity to come back to church and worship with members. Like a group collectively. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was really mm-hmm. good for me. I missed that piece and just having those interactions and conversations. Um and to see people's faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, I guess, uh, uh, an area where my faith is just to see how God has shown up is just in the the finances for the church and oh, how I mean, God has yeah. um, just shown up in a mighty way. And w- when you were wondering, you know, what's the impact going to be? And, and it's just been the opposite where mm-hmm. we've seen strong attendance and, giving has been up significantly year over year. And so that's been really cool to see how, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, continue to reach Dallas County and beyond. It's like that. I was thinking about that after the business meeting on Sunday, that that is sometimes God speaks really quietly and subtly, but Mm -hmm. that is like a, Hey, I'm here and I'm working. Mm -hmm. So there's no denying it. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That's something that like I get emails from Matt every month about kind of where the church is at financially and everything. And when I got the one for April and there was a, there was a month where no one was in the building besides 10 people and giving was up what 9% over last year. (laughs) I about fell out of my chair. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, yeah. God is good and he's working at New Hope. And it's just such a encouragement. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jackie? Um, man, just really balancing how to love well and yet not compromise my convictions. Mm-hmm. And not expecting other people to compromise their convictions because mine are different than theirs right. as well. Mm. That's been really, that's been a big challenge for me. Um, yeah. I'm not the most patient person in the world <laughs> and it is definitely something I have to work on every day and ask for help with. But also I, I just want people to, I want them to have the freedom from any kind of bondage. And I, it's hard for me to be patient in that because I yeah. know God is doing something within that. 
So I have to be patient too. And even in what I deal with, I have to be patient because the process is really where the growth happens, Mm -hmm. even though it stinks sometimes. Yeah. And so that is just, I'm, I am a work in progress and loving well, not expecting others to be where I'm at or being impatient with them because they're not moving along like I think they should because mm-hmm. that's not what God has called it. It's, it's a process. I'm going to lean into that a little bit. Different than mine. <laughs> Do you find like that you get impatient with yourself or is it just with others? Um, both. Yeah, both. Yeah, I think it's both. I was just thinking about this recently too and I do and I have several recent conversations, people I just met, people I, I don't really know, people that just need some encouragement, but whether we like to admit it or not, this whole pandemic, this whole COVID, whatever you want to call it, it has added whatever we were already dealing with, whatever was already going on, whatever circumstances were already pressing us mm-hmm. and stretching us, it adds a whole other layer to that. And yeah. I don't, I really just encourage people give yourself grace yeah yeah patience because i struggle with that and i'm speaking from experience and each other too not to say yeah you you know we should just abandon everything i'm not suggesting that but what i'm saying is you know just loving well but yet also pointing people to jesus at the same time yeah and that can be really hard sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah because we're in totally different places different perspectives different opinions yeah but there's no right or i mean as far as the pandemic goes we don't know a lot of truths yet right but the one truth we do know is that jesus christ is victorious so yeah Amen. and yeah. so that's it's <laughs> a great yeah okay so i love it um so the last question we always ask is our values at new hope are love grow go so loving others grow growing in your faith and going and serving um so where do you feel like god has you right now what season or is he kind of working in your life with those three things? Jackie, you've kind of, you said one of those them. words a lot, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's all of you them do, for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loving well and then growing and being stretched while other people are being grown stretched in different ways and coming alongside them in ways that I can be of any kind of help or mm-hmm. benefit or they can be an encouragement to me, but also that going piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the privilege of working alongside Jake for, yeah. a while and we love that <laughs> and mm-hmm. I love it too and it's just that's one of the examples with our go with you know go groups is an inspired and divine intervention for the Lord that is nothing that Jake and I or none of us have come up with on our own but it's preparing the idea behind it is preparing our not just us to go but to be making disciples but also being disciples together collectively i don't care if you're one year old or if you're 100 years old or anything in between yeah there's no like there's no separation in that and for sure um so that i i'm a constant work in progress in every <laughs> no i love it that's but, awesome there's not always progress sometimes i take steps backwards but <laughs> you know i learned something from that too yeah <laughs> what about you matt i'm growing yeah for me, as I mentioned earlier, just the, the listening piece and mm-hmm. and just being patient and just not knowing what is around the corner, yeah. you know, and so, so that's hard for me at times. And so just being patient with that. And so I've just been working from home and I've just kind of told myself I'm going to do that until this fall and mm-hmm. enjoy that time. And so just, um, yeah, 
just taking it all in and slowing down from that yeah. aspect of it. Awesome. Well, this was such a gift. I'm so glad that we got to hear a little bit of your hearts and what life looked like. So thanks for talking with us. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having us. Yeah. Friends, was that not just such a sweet conversation? I just loved um, hearing how God's been at work in and through both Matt and Jackie and um, how he's grown them and how he's using them to love others. They're such humble people and they have really deep relationship with the Lord and it's just a gift to be able to hear about that. I'm excited for what's going to come next with the podcast. We don't really know where we're going with the conversation, so we'd love to hear from you if you have ideas of what you'd like to hear us talk about or who you'd like to hear us talk with. So if you have any ideas, you can email me at hannah at newhopeadel.org. So again, that's hannah, H-A-N-N-A, at newhopeadel.org.